Welcome to the Russell Westcott Podcast, helping real estate investors like you acquire the inspiration, knowledge, and skills that you need to start, grow, and scale the real estate investing portfolio of your dreams. Today on the show... We're going to start building our real estate investing pivot plan. That is what we're going to take the next step in this process. I have a whole bunch of resources that I'm going to share with you guys um, uh, that are, you know, I'm going to cut in. I got some, I think I got six uh, Excel spreadsheets. I've got multiple tenant letters and sequences. I have a lot of resources that I'm going to share with you. So I'm going to try my best to describe it. Uh, and then also walk you through the learning, the key insights, and what it means to you. Hey, pardon the interruption here for one moment. Before we dive headfirst into the upcoming podcast episode, remember this was taken from a live online webinar presentation. So we've done our best to edit out some of the references and the visuals, and you will get the gist of it when you are listening to it. Now, I know for a fact in this one that you're about to listen to, there was a whole host and a treasure trove of additional resources and spreadsheets and templates that were offered during the live webinar presentation. So uh, you still have access if you want to get access to all the goodies that were promised in the, the upcoming podcast episode. So the best way would be two, two ways to get access to them. Number one, first check the show notes on where you're listening to this or the show notes should have a link to where you can get that. And if that link doesn't work, or maybe that link is outdated, depending on when you listen to this, you can always contact me on my website at russellwestcott.com and an email of hello at russellwestcott.com and we'll rush out these things to you as soon as possible. So let's get right to it. Enjoy this podcast episode. Hey guys, how's it going? Russell Westcott here. So in this video upcoming, we're going to build your pivot plan. Hey everybody, how's it going? So a little bit of context for the back part, uh, backstory to this video that you're about to watch. So I held a live webinar and on that live webinar, uh, we had, uh, there was about, what it was, about 85 of us on there. And it was a fantastic uh, live webinar. Actually, I challenged myself. I learned something called breakout rooms and we were on a Zoom webinar and we did a whole bunch of group discussion where we broke into groups and went out and did an exercise and then came back and reported to the community, the, the larger group in um, in detail of what we discussed in the exercise. But here's the thing is, in that um, webinar I pre uh, prepared, I had an entire um, training deck and training manual that I wanted to share with you. So you know what? I was just, um, just went with the flow that night. I just wanted to have the conversation because, you know, we wanted to just really engage in the community and just have that wonderful conversation. And the dialogue was better than any presentation. You know, to be honest, I'll be brutally honest, the dialogue and the stuff that came out of the conversations that we each had as real estate investors was better than any PowerPoint deck I could have uh, ever delivered. So, but here's the cool thing. I still have all those resources available here to share with each and every one of you. So what I'm going to do here today is I'm going to cut a video here. So I got the studio all set up. I'm in the studio and I'm actually going to challenge my creative process here. I'm going to challenge my creative process. I'm going to try and do this in one take and I'm gonna try and cut, uh, build all the cuts in right now because you know what, right now, speed is, is speed and implementation is absolutely critical to what we wanna go forward here. So I got everything set up. I got um, a four camera, actually I have four cameras on the go here. So I'm gonna try and do this real time and I'm gonna try and do this live. 
and I got a PowerPoint presentation deck here for you as well. So I'm gonna try my best to do this in just one continuous take. No uh, cuts, no uh, wonderful stuff like that. So, hey, if any of you guys are ever interested, let me know wherever you're watching this. If you guys would be interested in learning how to put together an in-home studio or upping your game on video and audio and lights and all that kind of stuff. I've done an awful lot of work over the past past uh, probably about two or three years to really kind of dial this in. And I have... Uh, gone through trial and error and testing and YouTube videos. And I could probably save you guys a whole bunch of time and just give you maybe a list. But I just, if it's a value to you, just let me know. Okay, so let's just dive into the process here. Okay, so I have a uh, presentation deck here that I want to share with you guys. And um, here's the thing. We're going to start building our real estate investing pivot plan. That is what we're going to take the next step in this process. I have a whole bunch of resources that I'm going to share with you guys um, uh, that are, you know, I'm going to cut in. I got some, I think I got six uh, Excel spreadsheets. I've got multiple tenant letters and sequences. I have a lot of resources that I'm going to share with you. So I'm going to try my best to describe it. Uh, and then also walk you through the learning, the key insights, and what it means to you. And then uh, wherever you're watching this video, probably down below will be where you can download all these resources for you. So I'm a firm believer in, and really is what I want, my main intention, here's, here's, here's three intentions I have, is to provide you real tools. I want to provide you some real tools that will help you navigate the storm that we're under. My second intention is I want to help you sleep at night. I truly do. One of my intention is to just slow things down and just calm things down for you and help you be able to sleep at night, knowing that you, you are supported, knowing that you've got your back covered and there are people and resources available to help. And then my third intention is that I want to actually get you, know, the first, second intention is help you sleep, but I actually want to get you a little bit excited, excited for the future excited for the opportunities, excited for what's about to happen for you. Okay, so that's what we're gonna dive headfirst into here, into building your pivot plan. We're gonna start transitioning from the defense and start getting onto the offense. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not here to tell you that we're going to be going full 100 miles an hour, gung-ho, gung full steam ahead into buying like 700 properties in the, in the next three months, unless that's where you need to go and that's where your position is. I'm here to start sharing with you that you need to start making a pivot. You need to start making a transition because I know most of us have probably been, you know, a little bit of a the shock and awe and the speed that things have gone in this process of this COVID-19 pandemic that's going around. So now the time has come, I believe, to put the stake in the ground, stop retreating, stop defense, and start moving forward cohesively as a unit up the field. All right, so here's what we're going to do. And I'm going to do this with the, today by sharing with you the advanced framework. So for some of you might be asking, what's the advanced framework? I will share it with you. Uh, here's the framework that we're going to go through in detail. And I will uh, give you the framework. You will have all this. But these are all of the points that we're going to cover during this presentation. Okay, so really the intention is to just help you keep moving forward on your journey as a real estate investor to help navigate the turbulence and navigate the waters here for you as well. 
Um, so really, one of the big intentions is we're going to start the process of building your pivot plan. We're going to start, you are going to start having to adapt and evolve your business. If you do not adapt and if you do not evolve during this time of change, you uh, you will go the way of the dodo bird. You will go the way of Blockbuster. You will go the way of taxi cab companies. You will go the way of a lot of those uh, industries, you will be the, the vinyl record industry of real estate investors, okay? And my goal here for each and every one of you is that you have the tools and resources to help you adapt and evolve. Now, don't make a, a how am I going to say this? I'm not here to be a cheerleader. Uh, however, some of my messaging will be inspiring and encouraging. I'm here to just share some truisms with you. I'm here to share you some truths, my truth, from my perspective, from the lenses, from the lenses that I've seen things through. That's what I'm here to do. Um, some of my tone might be a little bit of cheerleading, but that's what you might need. You might need a little bit of cheerleading in this process. Some of my tone might be a little bit, you may go, Russ, that's really harsh. But sometimes we need a little bit of a kick in the pants and we also need a, come on, let's get it up. Let's get going here in the process. Okay, so that's the goal here within this presentation. And as I show with you in the framework is we're going to do the advanced framework. So this is a framework that I just had made. And this is what I'm going to walk you through in detail. Some of the points I'm going to go very, very quickly through. Some of the points I'm going to take my time and we're going to dive into. So the part of the process that we're in right today is I'm hoping that you've done the first few steps where you've assessed what's happened, you've implemented a defensive strategy. If you have been listening to me and if you have been following uh, as maybe part of the Raising Capital Academy or you've been part of the uh, webinars I've been putting on, I've put together an entire resource of defensive strategies for you on the actions you need to take and things that you need to do to protect the house, to get all the ducks in a row before start moving forward. So if you're in that process, um, we're going to touch on that. I'll give you a few additional resources, and then we'll go forward. And then we're going to reevaluate, adjust and pivot, new tools and skills, committed action, elevate your game, and then devise and prepare for the next challenging time when it strikes. So think about this first. So really, some of us still might be in the assess uh, things, assess phase of this framework, where truly, if you think about it, you know, a challenge strikes. You got, an, you know, for lack of a better term, an explosion just hit, right? There truly was an explosion. The, the pace at some of these changes that have been going has been truly uncharted waters of things that we're seeing. And really what you're doing at this time is you might be sitting there going, well, what's the triage? What is, what is the next step? Is everybody okay? Is everybody safe? You just need to assess what happened, and then you have to start cleaning it up, and then you have to do some quick assessments, and then you have to do the treatment. You have to start treating who needs what first, okay? So that's the assess part of the advanced framework. A stands for assess. And, and guys, if, if you've been following some of my training, you know I do love a good acronym. And here's the thing is, why do we do it, uh, use acronyms? It's so you can remember it. So we can remember if any of you are ever sitting there going, what was that thing that Russ shared about how to keep moving forward? It's had something to do with move, uh, momentum, some, oh, advance. Each one of the letters had for part of the step had for what you had to take to look into. Okay, so that's the first step is most of us have probably already been part of that. Then some of you might be in the phase right now of putting your defensive posture, still implementing your defensive strategy. I'm going to um, 
I'm going to date this presentation, which is usually one of the cardinal sins that you want to do is date things. So this is recorded uh, early April 2020. Um, you know, we are truly, un, as I mentioned, uncharted waters, and I'm going to share with you guys this plant. So some of you still need to put together your defensive strategy. And if you haven't, I'll give you the tools and resources. Some of you might be past that, and we're going to start pivoting into our, our plan going forward. All right, so let's dive back into the slide deck here. Here's what we're looking to do. Here's the defensive strategies, protecting the house. And I'm going to share with you guys some of the strategies that you want to have in order to, you know, essentially get all your ducks in a row and start uh, protecting the house so you can move out in a cohesive unit. There really truly are three pillars that you need to understand at this time right now. There's three pillars of focus. You need to focus first on your health. Then the second is you need to focus on your mindset. And the third one is your personal economy. You truly need to be out there and seeking wisdom at this time right now. It's one of the things I've been doing over the past couple of weeks is I've, I've personally have been reaching out to many of my mentors in my network uh, to, to first of all, find out if they would like to share with people within, within my community. But more importantly, I've been asking them lots of questions. Like I've been doing this for almost two decades now, 20 years, and I've been through similar times. Nobody can, I, I have not been through exactly the same time, but I've been through similar times. I'm actually seeing very um, similar patterns of things that are happening that happened in both uh, in, in um, September 11th and also in the financial meltdown and crisis of 2008, 2007, 2008, okay? I'm seeing a lot of those things, but there are truly unprecedented times that we're in. So I'm reaching out to a lot of my mentors. I'm reaching out to a lot of my the wisdom that I have access to. As a matter of fact, I'm doubling down on some of my skills. I'm doubling down on my coaches that I've that I use. I'm doubling. I'm not. You know, here's the thing. Most people do the opposite of what you should be doing this time. Um, what you should be doing during a time of challenge and crisis is when you need the coaching and support the most. Most people start scaling back on those services. Most people start scaling back on the marketing. Most people start scaling back on the mentorship. This is when you actually need it the most, right? When you need it the most is when you need to lean into it the most. Okay, so you need to go out there. You need to seek the wisdom. You need to be just calm, cool, collected, even though you might be like the duck on the water, right? Remember, you know, the old duck analogy on the water is floating along the top, bobbing up and down, but underneath the feet are just going like crazy like that. So you just need to think that you need to be the duck on the water. Even though your feet are going a thousand miles an hour underneath, you're still just on top. You're cool and collected. Okay. There are resources available. So I'm gonna share with you here very shortly where I'm gonna share with you some resources. So wherever you're watching this, there will be links for you to be able to, to dive into these resources. So uh, resource number one is I did an entire presentation deck on just how to play defense within this game of real estate. I did an entire uh, presentation on all the strategies and, and, and really the framework of that presentation was I first shared with you all the mistakes I made during the last challenging times and crises. And I think there was eight. I identified eight big mistakes. And I said, what am I going to do this next time? I do the opposite of what I did the last time because I made a whole bunch of mistakes and I'm, I'm challenging each and every one of you guys not to make the mistakes I've made. 
Okay, I am uh, totally in that presentation, totally vulnerable and totally willing to share with all the mistakes I made with the intention that hopefully it helps you make one less mistake than I made of the last time of doing that. So all those resources are available. All those resources are online. Um, now, here's what I'm going to do is I will take you through. I'm going to walk you through the um, the the resources that you have available here. So here are some of the resources. Hopefully this works. Okay, so let me put the picture in picture. All right, so here are the resources that you have available. You would have a link to get to this website here. On this website, um, first of all, there's a little nice little infographic that I put in place for each and every one of you to, uh, to take a look at for where you should be taking your time and focus. Um, there's an entire hour and 40 minute presentation about talking about how to play both defense and offense. Hint, 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 defense first. Uh, there's an off for those of you that don't like to sit down and watch a video for an hour and 40 minutes, you can download the audio. So the audio is here for you to download if you want to download that. I've included all the slides here for you. If you're interested uh, having all those slides, here's all the lessons that I learned during the last uh, challenging times. Okay. Here's one that's a really important one that I want you guys to take the time to dive into. And I'll describe this a little bit more in detail. It's, it's essentially, it's called your property dashboard. And I'm gonna get you guys to, to go through that. I will walk you through in detail about how it's used and what it's used for, but it's really just a place to really kind of call it like your game plan. This is your, you know, I'm not going to say the term war room or your war plan, but it's a game plan. This is the plan that you're going to do when you're getting out into the market and taking action. Um, the other resources that are available for here as well, I've given you a sequence of three, three letters. There are three letters that you can use to communicate with your tenant with some wonderful links for you in there as well. There is a, um, this would be the third letter. Then there's also some really cool infographics. If you're interested, this is one from that I, I, I got from BC. Each one of your provinces probably has some kind of an infographic. This was one from a property manager that actually used this flyer to communicate with all their tenants. Okay, so by all means, if there's something that you want to use from this template right here, send it out. Just be professional, be proactive in your approach to communicating with your tenants. A wonderful infographic that shares with all the uh, resources that are available for you guys as well. And I've also given you two, count them not one, not two, not, you know, not three, but two uh, tenant deferral arrangement agreements as well. So by all means, download those. Each of those are download links that you can uh, dive into and you can do those. Each of them are in either a PDF or a Word document, download them. Now, here's the point I'm gonna share with this as well, is make sure you customize them for your requirements, okay? Make sure you customize them for your jurisdiction. Make sure you customize them for your, um, for, for the province that you're in. Okay, everybody, so those resources are there for you. So the main resource that I really wanted to kind of take a little bit of time and walk you through here is the, the property dashboard spreadsheet that I showed. So that's worksheet number one that you have access to. Now I showed you guys a little bit about what that, what that is all about. So there's a couple things in there that really the intention of this document is to provide you with a one place dashboard for you to be able to uh, put your game plan together, as I've mentioned. So there's essentially that there's three tabs on here. That would be tab number one. Pardon the 
messy uh, writing, that'd be tab number two, and this would be tab number three. Okay, each one of these tabs, the first one is for um, your tenants. I firmly believe that the first thing you need to do is you need to go make sure that you are actively shoring up your income, right? That's the first thing you want to do is make sure that you have your tenants. Number two tab is where you start talking about your lenders and some of the expenses. And then number three tab is that you start doing into property taxes, um, utility payments. You go through each and every one of those. So it's pretty straightforward there. You address the tenant's name, lease expiry. Are they okay? What is the communication plan? How many times have you communicated with them? Have you given them the three sequence of letters? Is there any deferred maintenance that needs to be taken care of? Because during this time, as during this time is when you need to really step up and, and make sure that the properties are in good working order. I know um, some of you might be sitting there going, emergencies only, maintenance only. No, this is the time we actually have to keep the tenants happy, right? Especially the good ones that are paying you, you need to keep making those happy. And I've seen some wonderful, um, during the live webinar, we had a wonderful, uh, some resources that were shared with people were doing. I've seen some wonderful things people are doing. For example, people that paid early, that paid their rent, you gave them a wonderful gift card and things like that. So keep up with those wonderful tools and resources. So all these tools are available. So that's tool number one, is that you have, you wanna make sure that you take care of the tenants. This is number one, is to make sure that you um, shore up where your income is coming from. Then after that, once you have all those resources in play, you can then um, start working on your, um, your mortgages and all your other in, uh, documents and all your other expenses as well. And I would have shared this on the live webinar. So here's, here's my take when it comes to, and some people say, well, what's your take on deferring mortgages? Um, I'll just full 100% transparency. I'm deferring them all for six months because here's what my personal belief is. I'm erring on the side that this is going to be, it's going to take some time. So, you know, one of three things is going to happen. Truly, one of three things. It's either going to be okay fairly quickly, it's going to be probably somewhere in between, or it's going to be, you know, let's call it the good, the bad, and the ugly would be the three the three paths it's going to take. Um, if I was to pick one of them, I'm not going to because if I did, I'm guessing. So here's what I've done in my plan is I'm planning for all three. I truly am. So um, if things are going to be ugly, I want to plan to have as many options as possible. Okay, so now back to the strategy. My uh, belief is that I want to be in a position to help my tenants. That's what I want to do is I want to be in a position to help my tenants. Now, if I have no options or if I haven't done anything on the back end of my business to shore up some capital or resources or deferments or things like that, I'm in no position to help my tenants. Okay. So in order to do that, I want to be able to free up some capital that in case a tenant asks, I want to be able to help them. Okay, I want to be in that position. Now, let's say it goes three months and everything is good and the tenants paid the whole time and you maybe deferred your mortgage for three months and you have extra cash flow that's sitting in the bank. There's nothing to say you can't take that extra money and go pay the mortgage, pay it down, right? Pay that extra money in there. There's nothing to say you, you are now in control of the cash and you're deploying the cash to where it needs to go to. Or maybe what you need to do at that time is in order to help kickstart the economy, you go and you buy a whole bunch of gift cards, local gift cards in the places that... Uh, that where the tenants live, where your tenants live, and you buy a whole bunch of gift cards to help stimulate the economy in that area, and you do your part by with your deferral of mortgages, you use that money to go stimulate the economy of where people are going. Okay, so that is a uh, template there for you guys as well. So remember, we did the first part was we did the assess, 
the defensive strategy, you have all those resources available there. Now what we're going to talk about in the advanced framework is we're going to do an exercise on re-evaluating. Re-evaluating where you are in your business. We're going to start re-evaluating all the different opportunities. This is a good time for some of you. You may have time right now where you have an opportunity to just take a hard look at what you're doing within your business. And so what we're going to do is I call this the reevaluation and cleanup, right? Truly, this is a good opportunity for you to do some cleanup. So here's a couple things you might want to take a look at. You might want to sit there and just take some time and silence to just listen to some of the pain and frustration you were feeling, okay? Typically, I'm a firm believer, uh, I'm a very firm believer in that if you are feeling pain, if you are feeling frustration, that is something that has just been something that's unresolved. That is something that you just need to take some time and clean up. So just use this time. If you do have some time, maybe it's a little slower for you. Use this time to just listen to where the uh, pain points in your business, the pain points in your process, and the pain points of what you're doing. Just take some time to listen to that, okay? All right, so make sure this is a really good time maybe to clean up, to get a budget in place and take a look at your spending. You might want to take a look at your standing standard operating procedures, your SOPs. Um, this could be a, a time that you potentially could clean up your cash flow. You potentially could stop investing in some things. You could stop um, you know, spending money willy-nilly. Let's say you were maybe complacent and you always would just throw money at a situation. Right? Maybe you were just, you know, you didn't uh, treat it like, uh, you know, the hustle of that you were broke. Right? This might be an opportunity for you to gain some new skills to keep training uh, your 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 process. That if you maybe do have um, maybe extra capital, maybe you just challenge yourself not to use it. That could be a really cool thing that you want to do there as well. So here's worksheet number two, which I'm going to walk you through. Like, as I said, guys, you have all access to all these templates here. So here's worksheet number two. Essentially, this, this is a simple one. This is just going to be for you to do a little bit of a brainstorm exercise, you or your team. And what you're first going to do is you're first going to take a look at the inputs, right? Money coming in. Is there anything you need from the accounts receivable? Is there things that you need to do some collection? This is the exercise that you did remember before on the mortgages. Is there any opportunity for some small loans that are out there? Do you have access to maybe a step mortgage that you have with maybe one of your things? Is there access to on a line of credit? Do you have any other options? Are there ways that you maybe, maybe you can get some more customers during this time? Maybe you have a good or service that can really flourish during these challenging times. And then also, are you maybe to apply for those COVID-19, the Canada response plans? Is there a way that you can do that? So that's the inputs, the capital coming in. Then here's the other side of that coin is you want to take a little bit of a look at what are some of the outputs? What are some of the outgoing? You know, your overhead, is there a way that you can maybe save a little bit of money there? Some dues and subscriptions. Man, you probably have... Uh, you know, 27 Audible credits sitting there of all those things, but you keep paying the $14 a month and just keep getting more and more. Maybe some of those subscriptions you might want to move for, leave. Maybe there is some redundant labor in what you're doing out there. Um, you might want to negotiate some payment terms, right? There might be a really good opportunity that you might be able to, money that you're going to spend anyways. Maybe there's a software package or maybe there's something you use each and every day. Maybe some of these companies right now that are very, very interested in negotiating with you, it might give you a discount if you prepay for those kind of things. Um, are there some things that you need to continue spending? I'm a firm believer during these challenging times 
Um, I shared with us earlier the two things that, the two things you really need to keep spending on is your support, guidance, and wisdom. And number two is marketing. You still need to keep uh, keep that train going to keep the momentum going forward. Because once you stop um, investing in yourself, and once you stop investing in wisdom and guidance, you will just start insulating yourself, and you'll just get into playing small mode, and you'll keep retreating. More on that coming up. Okay. Um, are there some investments? Maybe during this time, maybe you've had an, an opportunity where you have some extra cash, and uh, maybe this is an opportunity for you to dive into and buy a business or two. Maybe you can buy that apartment building that you're having. And then the last one here is bartering. I have a feeling uh, one of the changes that's going to come out of this is a whole new thing of the barter economy is going to start coming out of this as well. It's funny, I was just thinking about that today, and um, one of the people who I follow, um, um, Giovanni, with the Archangel community, he just he's doing a presentation with uh, somebody on uh, a whole barter system, that are you willing to barter some of your goods and services for other people's goods and services? I think this is going to create an entire new industry of a pay what you can or even back to the old-fashioned way of bartering with people as well. So lots of cool opportunities that are going to come for this. So just be mindful that those opportunities are going to come. So here's, but here's one I'm going to talk to you a little bit right now about, and that's the investments. And I'm going to share with you a story. Um, this is one of the clients that I was working with. Um, just We kind of just sat down and we, he's got, uh, you know, lots of properties, self-managed, and he's in a good position that he's got all of his systems and he's got, he's, he's really gone through the defensive strategy that I walked you through. He's got that all taken care of. And he's in a position right now that he actually has a few of the prices are free and clear. And what he's then doing is he's now approaching some commercial lenders and some mortgage brokers to refinance the free and clear properties right now. And he's just getting some smoking hot deals on the refinance. And I think to date, when the last time we checked in, it was either three hundred and fifty dollars or $400,000 that he is going to probably be able to free up on some of these. Uh, on some of these. And then what he's now doing is he's getting, collecting, compiling that cash that he's now starting to approach all the properties that he was looking at before and just seeing if anybody wants to, to sell their property now at a discount to what they were selling maybe as, 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 as little as three, four months ago. So lots of incredible opportunities here to go forward. So that was worksheet number uh, two was the was just a little bit of a brainstorm. So now here's worksheet number three. Essentially, what's your cleanup plan, right? So here's what you want to do is we want to take a really detailed look in within your business and you want to find out within your business what are something that you may be able to eliminate. Like, what are things that you just don't want to do anymore? What are the things you should not be doing anymore in your business? The second thing you might want to do is you might want to take a look at what are some of the things you should be holding in your business? Like, not investing anymore to it. Don't, don't keep moving it forward, but just holding it, a holding pattern on here. Here's the number one. Here's number three is what do we think we should in our business? What should we be adding? And I think the most important one of this, and I'm going to put a star beside that one, is what in your business should you be digitizing and what should you be moving online? So here in this process, there's two spreadsheets there for you and two worksheets for you to work yourself through. One is on a cleanup plan, the other is a little bit on a cash planning plan. And now remember, remember the entire intention of here is we're moving from defense to start transitioning to the offense. 
Okay. So next in the process, we come back there is we talk about is I'm going to go through these next ones uh, fairly quickly. Um, I got a couple more uh, spreadsheets here for you and some checklists, but we're going to start talking about now we're going to talk about how do we adjust and how do we pivot? Okay. That is the next step in the process. So is the adjusting and pivoting. So worksheet number four that you will have access to is a good old fashioned SWOT analysis. For some of you, if you maybe don't know what SWOT analysis is, that stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. This is a really good, and whether you have a team or you're operating as a solopreneur, this is a fantastic exercise of what you do to keep moving forward. So here's what you would do is you would just identify what your all your strengths are. Maybe you have amazing relationships. Maybe you have uh, really good properties. You have a, a portfolio that's easy to manage. You've got fantastic tenants. You've got amazing uh, self-management system, or you've got an amazing property manager, or you've got all your mortgages and you've got really good financing in place. Then what you want to take a look is you want to take a look at what some of your weaknesses are. Maybe there are some weaknesses in your system. Maybe the bookkeeping, maybe the reporting, maybe uh, you're not generating enough leads to get people to contact you that might be investors with you. Um, this one here is what I would like people to spend a lot of time on and the, the going on the next uh, wave of what we're doing here is on the opportunities. What are the opportunities? And then the last one is truly what are some of the threats out there? So that's a good old fashioned SWOT analysis. And I just want you guys to just lean into that. It's a really good thought process. It's a really good thought starter to help you take the next step forward within your business and the next step transit transition. So here's worksheet number five is we're going to start talking about opportunities. We're going to do start doing some brainstorming. OK, this is another spreadsheet that you can have access to. It's really just kind of a thought processor. And sorry, let me correct that language. It's a thought generator for you to start coming up with some amazing ideas. Um, this, I believe, would be a really good time for you to take. Number one is identify who your ideal clients are. Who do you serve? Right. That is one of the first things you need to take it to, to look at right now is who do you serve? Who do your ideal clients are? Number two is what are the challenges that people are having right now? What are they struggling with? Now, this is an important part of the conversation is because I'm a firm believer in the following. I'm a firm believer in the more problems you solve, the more people you help the challenges that people will feel, you will always have a position in this marketplace and whatever the marketplace is going to turn out to be, right? If you keep solving people's problems, if you keep helping people's challenges, if you keep, uh, you know, helping people sleep at night and helping with real life solutions, um, you will never have to sell anything because people will come to you. That is part of that process that people have is what are the challenges that your ideal clients are having? And then number three is how can you help? And then number four, and this is a very important question, I think, is what is this market good for? Okay, this was actually on the live webinar. For those of you that were on the live webinar, I got you to do some group work into this. And this was the whole concept that this came from a mentor of mine. Um, um, give full credit to him. Is, uh, this is the question he had asked. Was, his name was Anurag Gupta. And Anurag um, asked this amazing question because I know, guys, we're, we're sitting there and we're in just a brainstorm session and everybody's saying, oh, this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong. And he just says, stop, time out. What is this good for? And everyone's going, what? He goes, no, what is this market good for? Like, truly, what is this market good for right now? And then why don't you be the source of that 
or your clients. Okay. Now, one of the exercises we did on the live webinars, we broke into some small breakout rooms and we talked about what is this market good for right now. Okay. And then we came back and, you know, things that came out of this uh, whole process that things are good for is maybe learning how to do uh, vendor take back mortgages, right? Maybe seller financing strategies, agreements for sale. And I had some people in my breakout room says, well, you can't do those, especially in Ontario. And I go, well, yes, absolutely you can. I have some clients of mine that coach them through the process on how to do it. And that, that we they got it done, okay? It can 100% be done. And I'll tell you what, if the market, I'm not saying it will or won't, I don't know because my crystal ball is in the shop and it's been in the shop for the last 15 years. Um, but I'm prepared for whatever comes. I'm adapting to the scenario. If the market turns and maybe some people need to get out of their houses and maybe financing gets a little bit tighter, creative financing strategies, rent to own, sandwich uh, lease options, agreements for sale, vendor take back, all those strategies are gonna be really good going forward as well. And I think there's also one of the things that may come out of this market that will probably be a surprise for a lot of people. I think this market, uh, if, if the market does drop and does go down, it will create more renters more good quality tenants will come out of this as well. Because maybe some people might feel a little leery about home, home ownership and maybe they have to exit their homes because that's where their cash and the, the, the amount of, the biggest amount of cash pot they have is just in their home, okay? You just never know. You know, another example I shared on, on the live webinar, let's say an example of, um, of you know, and here's what I'm going to share with you. Uh, I'm going to just ask you a question. Where would you guys be watching this probably from right now? You're probably sitting here in your home. Maybe you're sitting at the kitchen table and the kids are running off over here and the television's blaring over here and the dog is barking at the window out over there and everything is just chaos. And then on your on your kitchen table, you've got your year-end tax statements and you've got, you know, your defensive plan and you're trying to sit here and watch a video and do some of this training. And some of you might be going, some of you might be going, um, is he... He's looking in, he's looking into our, our room right now, right? So here's one of the opportunities I think is gonna really come out of this is um, home offices. And working from home will become more of a, a prevalent thing. So here's the here's the cool thing is you don't think that um, people when looking for residential houses are going to give a consideration. Is there space to run my business out of this? Is there going to be space to have maybe a basement suite will be probably even more prevalent. Maybe somebody in their basement suite might have a, a nail salon or a hair salon or their tax accounting, maybe their accounting firm will be running out of a basement suite within their house as opposed to an office, okay? I have a feeling that uh, homes that are going to have dedicated spaces for offices will be even in more demand uh, than they already were. And how many of you guys have, um, have that in your rental portfolio? Or how many of you maybe have that within your, your own personal residence or where you live? So there are an incredible amount of opportunities that are going to come from this as well. So here's the next brainstorm uh, worksheet I'm going to get you to do. It's called the consuming versus creating and creating top 10 lists. Okay, now once again, um, this spreadsheet and this concept of consuming versus creating was, you know, once again from Anurag Gupta that walked us through an example of this as well. And I'm going to share with you some of the key insights into that. So here's the thing. Okay, let's dive into this for a second. Let's talk about um, let's talk about consuming. Okay, 
Um, some of the words for consuming, you know, uh, deplete, devour, drain, reactive, spend, waste, and squander. Each of those are, um, are words that are similar to consuming, okay? Or on the other hand, creating. We have build, design, construct, proactive, invent, make, organize, initiate, completely two different frameworks. Now, here's the thing, and here was the exercise that um, Anarog got us to do was, was sit there and instead of just consuming, right? Instead of consuming content, or maybe you're on your, you're on your phone and all you're doing is you're consuming Facebook and you keep consuming it and consuming it one thing after another. And, oh no, I, I got me into another rabbit hole. I'm going into this thing. And, and, oh my goodness, did you hear, see what Trump did? Oh my goodness. And Justin Trudeau is, is that truly a tracking device on his ankle? And then going into there and somebody, and then all of a sudden you get into the conspiracy theory, whole things of, oh my goodness, this was a setup from the Chinese, right? And then you get into that and you're just consuming and you're consuming and you're consuming. And then slowly you just get whipped into a frenzy and it doesn't really do anything for you. It doesn't help the process of you doing that. Now, take that from another consideration. Now, let's say you're, you're scrolling through Facebook and you see something and you say, wow, that is an incredible infographic on how to deal with my tenants right there. How did that person create that infographic? You know what? They use this thing called uh, um, XMind. It's mind mapping. Okay, mind mapping. I want to learn how to do mind mapping. Then you start doing your own little mind map and you grab your iPad and you start mind mapping out uh, something for yourself and mind mapping out what is this market good for? And you say, here's the question I want to do is I'm going to brainstorm 10 strategies that I need to learn in order to take advantage of this marketplace. Did you see the same two activities scrolling through Facebook? One was a consuming, one was creating. Or maybe you do this. You only follow people in your Facebook and Instagrams and stuff like that that inspire, that nourish, that feed you, feed your soul to help you keep moving forward. Those are the only people that you follow. And then the rest of the time when you're on these social media things, you're creating. Every single day you put out a new post. Every single day you tell a joke. Every single day you shoot a video like this. Like right now, I am in full-on creation mode. Right now, I'm creating. I'm just cranking. And I can tell my energy level is just through the roof. It truly is. Because I'm creating, I'm not consuming. Now, I would challenge each and every one of you guys to take a look at how is your, how do you feel when you're just consuming um, versus creating. Okay, now I'm gonna give you one, one more example as well. Here's the other example I'm gonna share with you guys is uh, the following. Is, you know, right now I'm gonna date it again, April 2020, there's this TV show out on Netflix called Tiger Kings. Okay, now, <laughs> full transparency, I watched a few episodes and I felt horrible after watching those episodes and it truly was like a train wreck. Now. If, I'm, there's no judgment here if any of you have watched all of them, but I had to physically stop watching them because it just, uh, I did not want to get into that mentality. So here's the same activity. Consuming Tiger Kings is to binge watch all however many episodes there were and just sit there and go, what a train wreck. Oh my God, I can't believe that. And then after you, you're sitting there going, oh, that felt like I just ate junk food for, for a better part of a day. Or let's say you watch Tiger Kings and you're creating. And maybe what you do is sit there, I'm going to watch this, and I'm going to take 
25 lessons out of this, of the social commentary out of this, and I'm going to write 10 blog posts of what not to do and what Tiger King's taught me about personal development, what Tiger King's taught me about how to treat others, what Tiger King's taught me about whatever. That's the difference. So same activity, one was consuming, one was creating. Now, okay, sorry, I'm getting a little excited. <laughs> Let me get off my soapbox here for a second, guys. Um, this is a powerful uh, framework that I want each and every one of you to do. And what I've done for you guys here as well is create a little spreadsheet for you. Um, I want you to take a look at, you know, maybe in the spreadsheet you fill out what your words are for consuming or you fill out in there what your words are for creating. And the key thing I want you to do is down here is where you put all your ideas for creating. And what I want you to do is every single day, I want you to take the time to do some creative work. And I firmly believe in the, in the acronym ABC. Now, we're not talking about, I'm not talking about the ABC as in Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Now, if any of you have watched that movie, you will know the, the acronym of ABC in Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. I'm not talking about the Alec Baldwin uh, rant he had about always be closing. This is ABC as in always be creating, okay? This is just a picture in the background is of one wipe of one of my flip charts. In my office, I have two whiteboards and one flip chart. And every single day, I will do some kind of a creative brainstorming exercise. What on that one was I sat there and I go, what is this market good for? What are some maybe some opportunities on how I can step up and serve? What are some things that have been on my list of things that I can do that I have um, a skill set in that I can help share that with others that people might be struggling? And how can I help ease people's pain? That was the mindset that I started my creation from. Okay, and this work, this 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 presentation that I'm sharing with you here right now, 100% came from that brainstorm exercise. Okay, so I got into a creating, not a consuming mindset. Okay, so hope that helps you guys. Um, the next step of the process on here is I'm going to go through these last ones fairly quick because I'm going to do an entire video on a lot of these tools after. So the next part is what new tools that you need to create. And what new skills do you need to have uh, build for yourself? Really, right during this time, this is the perfect time to be retooling. Um, you need to probably do some time right now to start. You need to do some time right now to schedule in some time to do some critical thinking. This was an exercise that uh, one of my mentors, Les Hewitt, um, there is his book, Les Hewitt, wrote The Power of Focus. Phenomenal book. If any of you guys have not read The Power of Focus, you must, must, must read The Power of Focus. Okay? And in there, what it talked about was scheduling time to do critical thinking. And here's just some of the questions you might want to ask yourself. What's working right now? What's not working? What's missing? Okay? What changes do you need to make? And most importantly, this is the most important question. The most important question you need to be asking right now is how do you show up? Okay, the most important question you need to be asking right now is who do you need to become? Who do you need to become in order to be somebody who can lead during a crisis? In order to be somebody who can handle this challenge? In order to be somebody who can serve at a higher level? In order to be somebody to become a servant leader? 
be in a servant leadership position. Who do you need to become? Who do you need on your team? What do you need to read? What coaches, what uh, wisdom do you need to seek? What skills do you need to learn how to do in this whole process? Okay. All right, so we're gonna start rounding it up here, guys. Um, I won't be too much longer here for you. Um, hopefully, with you know maybe another ten or fifteen minutes at the absolute most. All right, so the next one is really we do truly need to do something. Um, without this, without taking some kind of action, without uh, making some kind of a commitment to the process, you truly will get nowhere. So the C in the advanced framework stands for committed action. All right, so you always have to commit to keep moving forward. Now, here's the one thing I'm just gonna share with you. I'm gonna share with you this word called un the unknown. Now, if I was to sit here and we were just having a one-on-one -on -one conversation, which we are, that's why I'm looking at you right now. Um, if I was to ask you this, this question is, what does unknown mean to you? Like, seriously, what, do, what does unknown mean to you? And what would be one of the first things that would come to mind about unknown? Um, for most people, it would be fear. Okay? Most people, the unknown, the fear of the unknown is the first thing you can come to. But you know what the other side, on the, other, on the flip side of this, is you don't even know some of the opportunities that are going to come to deals. That are, let me say that clearly this time. You don't even know some of the opportunities that are going to come to you. So aren't some of the opportunities unknown to you at the same time? So the, here's the really cool thing that I firmly believe is unknown can be a foe or it can be a friend. It can be fearful or it can actually be something too excited. Things will change. That is a guarantee. Things are going to change. Things are never going to be the same. You truly need to take this one day at a time and you have to do the work. <sighs> Let me just calm this down here for a second. Like truly things will change. You need to adapt. Um, you know, a lot of people saying a lot of these times are unprecedented. I 100% agree. What I think is unprecedented is the, the speed at a lot of these things are happening. But um, some of these changes and adaptations have been happening for, for a long time. You know, how about ask the question about blockbuster videos? during the time when Netflix came around. You don't think that they, they didn't have things at the speed that it was or, you know, a pandemic, but you don't think that they had to either adapt or evolve or go the way of the dodo bird, which we all know what happened, okay? So these are truly unprecedented opportunities for the speed of what's happening. I think they're truly unprecedented opportunities for what is to come for you. And that, my friends, is exciting. I am so excited for each and every one of you guys that you are going to have some opportunities that are going to come your way that you don't even know what they are yet. You have some um, um, people and relationships and strategies and um, tools that are going to come into your life that you don't even know are there waiting for you right now. And that is a very exciting proposition. All right, so... The next one I talk about is we're going to talk about elevate our game. So remember, assess defense, reevaluate the V, adjust and pivot, new tools and skills, committed action, elevate, and then there's a bonus step on the end for advanced, which we will talk briefly about at the end. Okay, so here's what we're going to talk about. You eventually need to elevate your game. So in the last conversation I started having with you is really you need to start evolving. You need to start evolving. Each and every one of you still have goals. Each and every one of you still have dreams. Each and every one of you still have um, things that you want to accomplish. Each and every one of you still have 
people that you need to help and serve. Each and every one of you still have, um, you know, kids to put through school, and each and every one of you still have retirement aspirations, things like that. One of the things that might come out of this is truly the timelines might be changing. The path that you were going down might not have been serving you, and maybe this is the perfect opportunity to change path. And here's the last two questions. This was something that came to me. This was a question that I learned from Tom Bilyeu. Tom Bilyeu is a phenomenal a personal development trainer. He hosts the uh, podcast Impact Theory. Impact Theory, Tom Bilyeu. He asked the question, this very first que- last two questions is, truly, if you want something in life, how bad do you want it? And are you willing to pay the price? And that's the question I'd ask you. If you still have your goals and aspirations to be a success in this business, how bad do you want it? Like truly, how bad do you want it? And are you willing to do the work? Are you willing to get up early? Are you still willing to pay the price to get what you want accomplished? Okay. So then the last one here is I added a bonus in here. When I first did this framework, it was only a seven-step advance. And I said, there's there's something missing. Something is missing here. The part that's missing is that you have to complete the loop, that you have to then devise a new plan, and you have to prepare for the next time a challenging time arises. Next time a challenging time strikes. You're not going to let this time go to waste. You are going to prepare for another challenging time. And they always will come. And how you handle this one will be very important to how you handle every challenging situation that comes up, because this truly will not be the last shock. You need to use the advanced framework. That's why I built this framework that you truly can just sit here and you can pick up this sheet if you want. Maybe I'll create a little infographic of it. But if you guys just pick up that that sheet right there, that is the framework that you want to share with. And where are you in that process? of which step that you need to follow up with and take the appropriate action, okay? You use that advanced framework. What lessons did you learn? That is one of the most powerful questions I can offer you guys, is truly what lessons did you learn? This did not happen to you, it happened for you, and what are the lessons that you want to get from there? Because here's something that I firmly believe, that if you don't get the lessons from this challenging time, And if you don't learn the lessons from this one, uh, the universe has a way of just keep cranking up the volume until you actually start hearing it, until you actually start getting the message. So are you truly prepared to do uh, what lesson did you learn from this? And you really need to adapt, evolve, or die. So guys, that is the advanced framework. We talk about it. We assess the defensive strategy. We reevaluate. We adjust and pivot. New tools and skills. Committed action. We elevate. Then we devise and prepare for the next one that comes along. So I just got a few final thoughts that I want to share with you guys, and then I'll wrap things up here shortly. The first one I want to share with you is momentum. Okay, this is the first thing I want to share with you. And I want to share with you, now I may have shared this in a, in a recent Facebook Live, but I just want to make sure I cut it in here as well. Um, be mindful of the momentum, okay? Be very mindful of the direction that the momentum is going. Now, I'm a firm believer in what I shared within that process. Remember, within the, the advanced process, I'm very clear on every where you are in the process and just honor the process and honor where you are. So that is totally okay to no matter where you are in the process to just honor it. But here's the point I'm gonna say, is if you get stuck in reverse, and you get stuck in fear, and you get stuck in stuck, 
right? And you get stuck in retreat. Momentum will keep going. This is the way I'm going. I'm going this way, okay? There has to come a time where you have to say, okay, enough is enough. I've got the plan in place. Here's the stake. Here's the stake. I'm using this, my, my Apple Pencil. Stake is in the ground, guys. And whenever you're watching this, if you have not made the pivot to move forward, now's the time. If you are watching this, you have now taken, you've got the tools. You've now put the stake in the ground and you need to start moving forward, okay? Because momentum goes both ways. So now you put the stake in the ground and I'm gonna commit to moving forward today. Um, I'm gonna do one thing different tomorrow. I'm gonna take that list that Russell said about the top 10 list and tomorrow I'm gonna write a question. What is this market good for? And I'm gonna brainstorm out 10 ideas. Um, the next one is, you know, if you find yourself in the scroll hole of Facebooks and all that kind of stuff, you're just gonna stop it and you're gonna say, am I consuming or am I creating? If you ain't creating, stop it, put it down, move forward, okay? Today's the day, by you watching this, you are now transitioning into moving forward with the momentum. The big mo, when the mo is on your side, it goes both directions. Okay, then here's the last thing I'm gonna share with you. And this is probably my favorite book of all time, um, Think and Grow Rich. Now, for many of you, Think and Grow Rich is an absolute stable staple in your uh, personal success library. Okay? Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. Um, in this book has a lot of answers. Now, if you haven't read this book in the last little while, this might be one of those books that you reread. Re, re and in there, I have a bookmark. This would have been, I don't even know when this was. I think this book I got in the early 90s when I um, started down the process of uh, personal development work. And it's interesting how in this bookmark on my shelf over here on that shelf is uh, was this bookmark and it was bookmarked on page number 74. Okay, page number 74. And I'll read this to you, but that's where the read is. Did you see how it was highlighted? I highlighted that like 20 years plus years ago, Okay. Now, I'm going to read this to you. It says, every adversity, every failure, and every heartbreak carries with it the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. Let me read that one more time. Just let, really just listen to the words. Every adversity, every failure, and every heartbreak carries with it the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. I truly believe that there are opportunities that are coming forward. Um, if there are some incredible adversities that are going to come from this, um, understand that if you choose to turn it into an opportunity, there is a greater opportunity ahead. And Napoleon Hill says that in Think and Grow Rich. And you may want to read that. You may want to put that bookmark, that book, uh, that page. And that's in my, in my copy, it's page 74, just before chapter five. Okay, so... The final message I'm going to leave with everyone here is, is one of the following. is And I shared this briefly with you as, a, as an underlying intention throughout this. Um, these are unprecedented times. There are challenges that are coming from this. And there are um, things that are going to go away. There truly will be things that go away, some things that die, things you might have to give up on. Um, you will have to change. Now, you're in control of the change, and you're in control of how you react to the change. You can choose to um, 
let it build up and carry it and add, you know, let your health deteriorate, let your relationships deteriorate, or you can choose to let it inspire you to be as a lesson for others going forward. Because here's what I'm a firm believer, and here's what my excitement is for you. And I'm truly excited for you, is I can't wait to see what you're going to create. If you're watching this and you're part of this community or you're part of uh, of my community or as you're part of uh, as a real estate housing provider and you have an opportunity to step up, you have an opportunity to gain some wisdom, you have an opportunity to tap into some power that you didn't even know you had. You had an op- you have an opportunity to serve at a higher level. You have an opportunity to guide and be a leader that you maybe didn't even know you had in you. And that excites me. And I hope that excites each and every one of you. All right, everybody. So I could go on and on. Um, The last thing I'm going to just share with you guys, I want to just uh, share with you is, um, is is a heartfelt thank you. I wanted to just share with you how, how much, you know what? I, I love what I do. And I'm trying not to make this about me, but I'm trying to share um, my passion for this with you. And I'm trying to show to you how much I care, how much I love and respect each and every one of you. If you took the time to watch this and you're listening to this message, you're special. You are a special person. You got this. And no matter what is going to happen throughout this entire transition, you will be able to adapt. You will be able to pivot. And you will be able to create something greater out of this than what you had before. And with that, guys, I'm going to end off with how I end off most of my um, conversations I have like this. Is if you get an opportunity with every interaction you have with another human being, make sure you leave them feeling inspired, encouraged, and you always come from a place of love. If you do that, this world will be a little better. Okay, have yourself a wonderful day, everybody. We'll talk to you very soon. Stay tuned for the next lessons. More of these are coming, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Hey, gang, one final message before we end today's show. There are two primary ways to create a breakthrough in your life. The first is meeting new people, having inspiring conversations, sharing ideas and experiences with these new people. The second is acquiring implementation and mastery of a new skill. That's it. Every breakthrough you've ever experienced in your life and real estate has come from a result of one of those two things, which means if you're feeling stuck and you're in search of answers, if you aren't where you want to be in your real estate investing business, your money, or even your relationships, then the path to changing that is clear. Your solution will be fine by meeting someone new or acquiring a new skill. Before I tell you about an incredible opportunity to help you move forward, I wanted to share an audio clip from one of my recent clients. Hey everyone, my name is Mike. If you are a real estate investor that's looking to grow your portfolio, maybe scale it to the next level, or maybe you're even looking at leaving your job and becoming a real estate investor full time, then I would highly encourage you to reach out and have a conversation with Russell. That is exactly where I was two years ago. I had been a veterinarian for 10 years and I felt a little bit trapped in my career and struggling to grow my real estate portfolio to that next level. Russell and I started working together in January of 2018, and by July of 2018, I had officially worked my last day ever as a veterinarian. 
Honestly, I have just so much gratitude for Russell. I can't say enough good things about him. He has had an amazing impact on both my real estate investing career, but also my life. So if you are looking for someone to kind of help you and guide you, honestly, reach out and have a conversation. You won't regret it. If you would like to have the same type of results in your investing and your life, I highly encourage you to book a free consultation to take the first step. At the time of this recording, these consultations are still free and they're based upon a first come, first serve, and they are truly limited. If you go to my website at russellwestcott.com, there's a big button on the top right of the page called free consultation. That's russellwestcott.com. And after you answer a few questions of where you're at in your journey, and it will help me prepare for our conversation, you will get access to my calendar to book a one-on-one time. This is truly a great opportunity, and I look forward to helping you move forward. Thank you for listening to the Russell Westcott Podcast. Before you run off, could you do us one final favor? Wherever you're listening to this episode, we encourage you to leave a review, share with your friends, and subscribe so you can receive the latest episode to keep you feeling inspired and encouraged for the entire week. Visit www.russellwestcott.com for more information, support resources, and upcoming speaking engagements near you. Bye for now.